Right, everybody, welcome to the next episode of Down to the Core podcast. I am Basim Yafai. Got John here. How are you guys? You okay? Um, Good. So, me and John, uh, as you probably know, uh, we've had a lot of people asking us um, when's the next episode. Yeah. Uh, we've had two great guests already. We've had Jess and Brandon, um, both in different paths on their lives, sharing their experience in their life right now. Um, and uh, we still connect with them. Uh, they're still doing very well on their journey. And so what has happened uh, before this episode is that me, John and Amit, Amit's not here. Um, he's got some things that he's he's focusing on right he's now. He's here in spirit. But he's us. here in spirit. <laughs> we miss you, Amit. We miss you, Amit. All is forgiven. Come back. Come but, back. but this is life. Um, yeah. People have their own things sometimes and uh, he'll be back. And yeah. we look forward to having Amit back. And um, so we've, and just like why we haven't done an episode since Jess, uh, it's because even me and John have been on our own path and focusing on certain things, and it just we didn't want to force it, did we, John? No, I, listen, I think like we've there's there's many things that we want to do in life. I'm like we always like say right, we, we put like a, a full list of everything down, yeah, and. Um, Sometimes it doesn't happen, and and it, it, it happens like for one reason or another. I think an analogy I've been using, like for, if you've been speaking to me like recently, of like months, people who know me, I've been using this analogy where we have lots of like links which aren't fully closed. Yeah. So all the links are all all the ideas of everything that we want to do, but like they all kind of stay like this. Mm-hmm. So like now. When you're back in, when you when you're in a place where you feel good in yourself, and you you kind of like ironed out like your creases, you yes. can start to kind of link them one by one. And as I say, like sometimes forcing forcing things doesn't always work. Yeah, uh, you want you want things to be organic. You want it to be natural. You want it to be where you like this where you get like into a flow state yes so like uh, if, yeah. you're, if you're not like reaching a flow state you're just doing stopping starting it doesn't really make any sense. So I feel like obviously coming back coming back now obviously me and you spoke about like a lot of things yeah, yeah. coming back now like it's a it's a good uh it's a good time it's a good time definitely a good time it's a great time when we were we were speaking before this podcast and we're just feeling so blessed at where we are and we feel like coming back in today uh we're more relaxed than we were when we started the podcast yeah I'll, um I'll we right. were me john and amit have been going through our own transitions like positive transitions yeah you know but transitions are turbulent you know, and when um, in our own personal experience, our, like this podcast is all about letting you know on our life journeys. We're sharing our own experiences. Um, we're giving some tips in and what how we support our own clients, how we support ourselves. And for, for for if I could talk about myself, it was literally like it was shaking. Like when things are getting hard and it's not your path, it just gets harder. And when I made that decision, which we'll talk about uh, where I was going in my life, oh, it felt like a massive weight was lifted. And that's something that, so um, that's something that I, I really commit to the people around me, to my clients and say that, you know, when things are hard, it's telling you your body and life is telling you whether you believe in God, whether you believe in the universe, however you portray life, life is telling you. If it's getting harder, you need to change. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, and I think sometimes like we can try and stick with something just because, or yes. because we've said to someone, "This is what uh, I'm said to do," and 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 some and you know, I understand that like you have a, a start in the middle and an end, and sometimes the starting is great, 
the middle bit is always like the kind of like the, the bumpy grounds and like you know and the, the end is where we want to be yeah um but like a lot of time off we just kind of look at the end and not think about like the, obviously the, the the middle the middle grounds and sometimes you can get to the middle grounds and understand that it's yes it's bumpy but if you're there for a long length of time without like any kind of progression and, and it's also kind of like making you feel the way you feel mm -hmm. um you have to you have to kind of be the bigger person say right right this isn't really working for me or this isn't the way i've got it this this is this isn't it yeah um because there's hard work but and there's also that thing of when you mentally feel down and drained or something's really really hitting you yeah so you yeah i think you have to kind of address address the two because they are they are not the same no that's it so true yeah. they, they're not no, they're um, and and that's the thing the uh, you know and like let's talk about consciousness um people are really like oh consciousness maybe too you know there's uh, a variety of people that would think consciousness oh that's spirituality but consciousness is basically um being self-aware um the first step to being conscious is being self-aware being self-aware of your feelings mm -hmm. being self-aware what what is hard in life yeah. uh being self-aware of the people that are around you when you start doing that you know like only two percent of the world can multitask yeah so if you try and do too many things at once to try and get rid of too many things at once yeah. it's just overwhelming oh yeah so what you've got to do is go right and me and john have been in our definitely our own position i mean as much as me and john know each other there's probably still stuff i don't know you know oh, and, yeah. Uh, because yeah <laughs> and course. it's just like everybody in your life though um it's and as as much um, every time i see john i know more about him yeah. and, then, and that's the an amazing thing about uh about life and your transition because He's going through his transitions, John is, and I'm going through mine. So then we know more about each other. And this is the thing. So when you are self-aware and you are conscious, just go, ah, I'm feeling this. I'm, I'm seeing this. This isn't working for me. Things are getting harder. Why? Okay. It's, some life is telling me that I need to change. Or something needs to change. A lot of the, a lot of the time, um, what I have seen within, within life and people as well, it's like some, someone says, this isn't for me or this doesn't work and someone will go no 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 it is it yeah. is because like it looks like it's it's right for you but the way you feel is just the way that you feel mm. and ultimately like when you kind of make that decision not based on what someone else is more based on what you what you feel and what you say and then, then when you make that transition you go oh i've got like a light feeling now that's when you say to yourself it was it was the right decision it was yeah. the right thing for me to do doing something based on what someone may suggest um or what someone thinks or what someone sees you know it's it, yeah so it's, two, it's completely two different things and this is the thing that, and john i'm sure is going to talk about it and if like so this is what i believe and john um, will have his own beliefs and probably believe the same thing and this is something i've actually discussed uh with john so this is all new um so we're going to say things that we actually me and john haven't actually discussed so there's no pre-planning with this podcast today. no no we just, we, we want to really share um because we want to our, our goal in life and our purpose is to inspire yeah. and and be as authentic as possible um and that's what we believe in. that's why me and john connected as much and even amit as well um it's because we're authentic and we believe our, our path so um in terms of kind of that spirituality and and everything like that if you that the you know when people have that lost feeling inside yeah that lost feeling you know when and a lot of the time the lost feeling comes at around about middle age and you know what i heard something that was really like a wow middle age um 
that you know people naturally think middle age is like 40 40 50 yeah. right and it was really powerful because on i realized i'm 36 and i'm past middle age because if the average person is uh they said the average uh human being of course there's people that live past that uh passes around about that 70, 70 80, yeah 80, 70 80 miles so like, like so really middle age is like 35 yeah. 40. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a reality check yeah. because it's like, oh, i'm still you know we are still young mm. and we're still young at heart and i think um and it's that and it's that check and, and i think that spirituality where um it's it's what what you want to believe in and what you believe because that again that lost feeling is you know, when you go through life, you're like, oh my God, everything's great externally. I've got mm. a job, I've got a business, I've got mm. I've got a family, I've got kids, I've got my car, I've got my house, I've got, you know, I'm physically fit. Mm. Um, but I believe what 100% we are, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. Yeah, I, I'm, and as you said that now, because like, you know, we were saying before, that like, it's only been with being within the last like say month or so i'm starting like to have like my own kind of spiritual kind of uh connection yes which i think has always been there but like and, and what you was talking about before about yeah i've i've, I've had like the cars and this and that, mm -hmm. like all like the material objects and whatever and i got to a stage and i realized that they were not doing anything for me yeah. anymore it was like when you're when you're like you leave school and then you go, right, I want to learn how to drive and get a car. And then you get a car and you think it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. So I love my, so listen, I've always like, loved cars. And that's and okay. That's and, and, good. I, and that's, that's fine. Yeah. But then they get, to, they get to a point where they don't feel the same. It doesn't fill the gap. Mm. And then you'll chase for something else yeah. and something else. And then everything that you can pretty much like possess, like which you can physically hold. Um, I feel, I feel like, these aren't doing anything for me anymore. And like, even like to the point of when I went out, I could, you know, listen, we, we go out from like a young age and we drink and yeah. and then like, even to that point, it was like, something's missing. Mm -hmm. So for me, like I realized like, um, like only like a few, only until like a month or so. There's a couple of months I've, I thought about it. Like it's only been the last like couple of weeks. I'm like, right. I need to kind of, investigate this like a little bit more and realize that something was missing yeah and so for me now um my my thing now is like i've, I've started going to church yeah that's um yeah i've started going to church and like and it's 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 doing that it's doing so much much so much for me within like a within a short space of time and like obviously like finding my faith again mm. and when i it's like i've said this is like to someone like recently and you see like the face kind of change like, oh you go to church i'm like yeah and I say to them, this is just for me I'm not here to convert you or change you over. Definitely. I'm just going to show you that, like, whatever I'm doing, it's always got to be for me, and it's got, and it's got, it, whatever I'm doing, it's, it's got to, it's going to fulfil me. Mm. And like last few weeks, like I felt like this different level of fulfilment. And like, yeah. you know, like when I when I saw you today, he was like saying, John, you, you seem different. You've changed." I'm like, "Well, yes, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of finding something else now, which which is for me." And and I think ultimately, we all have to go out there and find that thing which fulfills you yeah um you may not be at the stage yet where you've had the cars and go out and drink and do this and, and all the rest of it so like you're going to have to do that first but you're going to i say for myself on my own journey now i'm like realizing that's another stage of where i am now so exactly and this and going on to that which follows nicely is that everyone's in their different stages in their life yeah. you can't force things onto anyone but you can talk about it yeah. you know they may not be there they might have a different aspect on what they how they see life yeah you know and um 
I love, like I say, we're here to inspire. So if people want to know and want to ask you questions mm. um, and they're willing to be in your space, is that they're there for a reason. Um, and uh, and I think that's really important. And that lost feeling, I've had it, you know, and that lost feeling. It's not nice. It's not nice um, no. because I was reaching for things that weren't serving me. Yeah. So I was reaching for uh, things that, you know, when I was I was going out, uh, you know, I wasn't, you know, getting absolutely drunk or anything like that. But yeah. I was doing that more often where I was yeah. drinking and and, you know, and it was and it was a turbulent time because um, especially in the line of work that I do, uh, it, it wasn't working out. It yeah. was and, and it got harder and harder and harder. I was telling me this isn't serving you anymore. You've got to. Did you feel that it did you feel that you had like knock on effects with other things that down the line as well yeah of course it did it affected um it affected how i my energies affected my yeah. training affected um i never allowed it to affect my work but i felt my energies for my work were different yeah do you know what i mean so i would always be because and this is it and so what i'm trying to get at in a broad sense is that my i had to be so I went to, I did a motivational talk yesterday and I met a, a lovely woman called Rachel. Uh, she's a soul doula. She actually works with people at end of life. Yeah. Uh, it was an amazing thing, which is something I really want to look into now. Um, and there's a guy called David, who's a really good friend of mine who actually goes to JD gyms. Okay. I think you might know who he is, John. Um, he's a, a lovely guy. He's a soul doula and he's uh, an inspiration. He's had a, he's someone I would love to get on the podcast before I, before I go to Bali and live is that he's, um, he went from addiction to now doing what he does yeah and um what it is is that the everybody's different in how so if so when you do jobs like a therapist like myself and mm. an lp practitioner or you work in the line of work that you do john yeah you have to understand that you have to be different in your yeah. personal life yeah. you have to be and i had to learn that as i went and what i'm saying is not i'm not we're not better we just have to be different yeah so what i mean what, what i mean by that is that we how we conduct ourselves outside of our work in terms of our energy mm. you can't just do the usual stuff you have to reflect you have to release you have to have you time you have to make your circle yeah. uh, right because anything can affect it and if i went into if i got affected especially in relationships as well mm. i've been in relationships that have been hard for me mm. um and it affected every part of my life um and i had to but i wasn't strong enough to walk away when i should have but now i'm very self-aware yeah. of what no longer serves me and this is something we we'll talk about yeah. and that lost feeling that came in is when you know when people have those midlife crises what well, they feel like midlife crisis oh, the same, <laughs> like the convertible car and the, yeah, uh, and, the, and the big motorbike and you know what the midlife crisis is it's just because they're lost yeah uh, we're human beings uh, we're here to serve so if you don't haven't got a passion and purpose in life so the you know purpose is uh your passion is for you your purpose is for serving mm. others even if it's on a voluntary basis yeah something you love doing it doesn't have to be voluntary it could be paid work but if you haven't got a passion and purpose because what happens is like you said john um, is that you um, you get a job, you have those, you go out drinking, you have all these friends and all these what what are meant to be friends, yeah. university, blah, 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 blah. you meet someone, you have kids, you have the house, the mortgage, and then what do I have next? And it, that's where there's people always, have that. Because there's a lost search for that next. Because it's, because there's a lost feeling. Yeah. Um, I know that I won't have. I well, who knows what the future will hold. But I'm I am blessed enough, and I'm so grateful enough to have my passion and purpose. But I was lost. Mm. And that lost feeling was so tough because I was looking for external factors like finding a relationship so I could have love, mm. for, um, going to the gym and having a physique I want. And then yeah. it's like, 
oh, I hit that. He just wasn't as great. No, it's, it's not. It's, not it's, it's a lot of it's not all that he's cracked up to be. It's not. It's not all no. he's cracked up to be. And I think like um, no one was talking before about like these these on these, these like kind of rings which are, are kind of closed that yeah. they're all kind of um kind of purposes or these are all things i'm i'm trying i'm like you know like these are like little passions that i have yeah and like you were saying before about like you can't like multitask and do everything you can't um i was i was chatting to like uh, um uh, one of the guys yesterday uh, when we was doing the, i was doing like the photo shoots and he was talking about like having so many things on the go doing so many doing so so many so many things mm. and like then you'll say that someone says oh you're doing too much but like in his head or like and i understood it like in his head it's like no i'm not doing too much i'm just doing something which i like to do and mm. I'm, i've got to i've got to keep it i've got to keep it moving otherwise that thing of sitting around and just like thinking about what's going to happen next you kind of like lose yourself yeah you do and and i, and I think sometimes if if you've got that and then that goes away that's what i thought that's what i kind of found frightening as there was like many things which like, i enjoyed doing or many things which i like to do and i could like i've gone for a stage and I, I, I don't i don't mind admit it like i felt i felt lost i mm. felt like what's going on yeah and like we put on like such like a a good kind of act or a good facade so yeah. when you when you see people you just still go yeah yeah i'm fine i'm great everything's yeah. good um yeah. but like you know you can you know you can be like a you know it can be a bafta winning actor um mm. but like no no film or no no film or anything that you see is done in one complete shot yes it goes you do your acting then they say cut and you go yeah and then and i think that's what was happening happening with myself like i was like ah, oh, everything's great and it meant cut as soon as like they walked away i was like oh, and uh, it's left with yourself left with yourself yeah um, and that's why people some there's a lot of us that can't so struggle to be by themselves by ourselves mm. I'll give I like I like this to say and then everyone listening is there's two definitions of happiness. It's the definition of happiness is how you feel when you're by yourself. Yeah. Because then it gives love of self and then it because in your when your own space, you all you all you can do is be with your mind. Yeah. But then you have to detach from your mind because your mind isn't you. Mm. So just you've got to hear what that mind is telling you. If it's so my trauma was body dysmorphia, and we spoke about it in the first episode, but mm. whenever we went into depth. So my trauma was body trauma. So I came, I it wasn't here physical, it was all face. Yeah. So I was a seven-year-old. Um, so and uh don't judge a family family member, I won't say who it was. Uh <laughs> I'm one of nine, and uh one family member would say the one of the my siblings was the ugliest sibling. Yeah. But then I was a seven-year-old, and that sibling would also say on some occasions, you look like him. <laughs> I know it's gonna I'll laugh about it now. But this is but this is but this is the thing. Yeah. So as a seven-year-old, I thought put two and two together, yeah. I can't process emotion. So what I do is I'm ugly as well. Yeah. So from being this happy, amazing child, this is how simple trauma can develop. And my trauma developed from then. So from that point on. I went from this happy, lucky person and loving life to being sad and sadder and sadder, which yeah. did a bit of OCD tendencies, mm -hmm. which affected relationships, which affected my confidence, which um, I even um, like little things. I won't go into too detail because that's a long story, but I even taught myself how to cut my hair. So I used to, I could skim fade my hair, yeah. <laughs> but it takes me a while. Yeah, yeah. Like I could skim because, oh, you know what? I was afraid to sit in front of a barber's mirror. Yeah. Like looking at myself. It was a fear. People don't, don't realize, you know, like for when you're, when you're that young, 
um, you're, you're a sponge. Yeah, cool. that's um, exactly it. And and I think the I, the way I explained to someone before, I said, think about this: when you're a kid, you're not you don't have to worry about bills, you don't worry about relationships, you don't worry about anything apart from getting up, eating, playing, and that's it. Any more external information, so a lot of the external information will stick to you like a lot easier because you mm. don't. There's no worries and no stress about anything else. Yeah. So just like as as you say, you go through that. Like when I was younger, like when people used to say things to me and and, and whatever, like it, it's 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 stuck and it, it's still there to stay. It doesn't it doesn't affect me. I can just talk about opening that's cool. Yeah. But like it it does make a difference, uh, and like it, it has an effect as you grow older, mm. and like it kind of shapes the way shapes the way that you are for sure and yeah. this is oh this is a big one for, for parents as well obviously john you're a dad yeah um and um i would say because of my own experience and this is i work with um people i work with parents i work with uh teenagers and i've worked with even as young as seven years of age mm. from like uh who, who have been adhd autistic and even who don't have those about them so what i was um, going to say was if you're a parent because I never had a let out of pain. Uh, this is what I say to parents. I said, every day, if they're a young, even a teenager, is have that time with them. So I say, so parents that, you know, kids, so I work with parents where their kids come home and they say, mom, why doesn't my granddad love me? Why does my granddad want to see me? And they, they, they and then because they, they, they can't process emotion, they think it's their fault. You could tell them, you go, oh, they're just not well or whatever, but they actually believe it's their fault, which they're not good enough. And then that spirals into, can spiral into trauma, which could then relate to detachment. So what I say to parents is say, right, if kids can't process emotion, so what I say to them is have, have 10 minutes every evening before they go to bed, every day and say, right, whether it's a mom and daughter, father and son, father and daughter, mother and son. Mm. Have a go, right? Let's let's put a name like uh, Tom. Just call us Tom. Tom, it's our ten minutes. What do you want to do? Let's have our mother and daughter. Let's have our father and son time together. What do you want to do? Oh, let's go and draw. Let's go and play football in the garden. Cool. And in that gameplay, is talk to them. What's made you happy today, Tom? Mm. What's made you sad today, Tom? And then he might say, you know what? I've been thinking about granddad. I've been thinking about, you know, and I miss granddad. Da, da, da. And then you let him talk and then you give him an advice and then you let him ask you the same question. Oh, yeah, because then it gives it gives you that bond. And then what they do is build a habit. Yeah. And then they can go to bed feeling like, ah, pros, like they won't know it. Mm. But that but what will happen is that won't develop trauma. So if I had that when mm. I was younger, go, you know what? I've, what my you know, what my siblings said, I feel oh, that really hurt me. Oh, but you're not. She's that person's only joking, you know. And did it. I never had that. Yeah. And then I could process. Okay. Oh, it was just a joke. But at the time, I didn't know it was a joke, and that developed a trauma. No, well, you're not. You're not really gonna. You're not really, as as a young as a young kid. You're not really gonna be able to kind of process what what was humour and what was not. Or yeah. you know, even when someone says, "Oh, I was just joking," but by the time by that time, you've already kind of. Um, said what you've said the emotion has been felt and like someone's saying it's only joking doesn't take it back yeah exactly it doesn't it, it, it doesn't like kind of erase it yeah uh, that's it or just like when people say to me i'm gonna say this joke no offense well like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um or uh, i'm gonna say this i ain't racist but like i'm like well for, if you've got to say that like obviously i'm, I'm gonna it's, it, it, yeah, it, probably is, it is what it is of course yeah yeah but like you just can't you can't erase those you can't erase those things you can't erase like the, the feel the way that you feel about something else you, where you, where you pro process something yeah so true and this is why um and it's not just from a young age it's from you know when people have traumatic experience in relationships mm -hmm. and it carries into another relationship mm -hmm. And uh, I did this, I mentioned this in my talk yesterday and I, I said to them, I said, imagine being in a relationship 
where you can be your ugliest and that person just turns around and says i love you where you can be your darkest where yeah. you feel comfortable because what that is is when you are when you can be your ugliest in a relationship it's comfortability and then if you that other person's around they still love you wow and then if that person still if you are that person that feels pain has brought pain and got trauma uh, in from from past experience relationships or from your past and then that person still loves you for it you're not going to change straight away what's going to happen is that you're going to you're going to probably scream you're going to probably have depressed days but that person goes you know what you're not going to rock me i love you so, sorry to jump in i can just let me go and grab one second okay yeah you can carry on yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk, talk yeah i'm going to carry on talking yeah, john's sorry, just sorry, popping sorry. out sorry sorry so um what i'm going to say to everybody is that imagine being in that relationship like i said and um and when you're in that relationship because what it is is unresolved light and unresolved light is um all the pains and all the traumas that we've had so what I would say to you is if you are in a relationship and you're with somebody or you are that person, really open up and get them to understand if they stick with you and tell them that they love, they tell you that they love you then and then you're safe, you're safe, you're safe. But if you are that person that's in a relationship with someone who's had a traumatic experiences, more pain into the relationship and you love them, accept them for who they are. Just keep letting them know they're safe, they're safe, they're safe, because what that is, is that it's just unresolved light that they uh that they haven't been able to, um, like just like a child, not been able to process emotion. And what will happen is that person will turn to look into themselves and think their inner child will be like, oh my God, they're still here. So what will happen then is that it will just, they'll feel safe within the relationship and that unresolved light will be healed. And I think that's really important for anybody because I've been in relationships where, and I've been that person who's had pain and insecurity in a relationship and, um, and I'm sure John has as well. And um, if you are with someone like that, stick with it if you love them. And if it's too much, you talk to them. Um, because what will happen is that if you disconnect, it'll give it'll it'll cause more pain. Accept them for who they are. John's back. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry about that. There's someone stands there. I couldn't see him. No, no, no problem. John just had to pop out. <laughs> Security. <laughs> Always on my job, mate. Always yeah. on my job. Okay, I kept it flowing. Yeah. Kept it flowing. Oh, good. At least I know you could. Only you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the job. Um, and uh, so, yeah, John, I was just just kind of mentioning about um, about people with unresolved light uh, in a relationship and people that have had traumatic experience in the relationship. Mm. Um, but of course, I've always I've always said, if it is too hard for you in a relationship with someone who has a traumatic experience, try and accept them, try and get them to open up as much as they can early on, mm. because what happens if it goes too far down the line? And then you leave and they're going to get struggles with detachment. Um, and that's and that's a huge thing. And I think uh, we just need to understand that, you know, is to really understand the person before it gets too much. And then if it's too much for you to be a part of, you just let them know and just say, this is a lot for me to deal with. Um, I need some time to reflect. I need some time to decide if this can continue and be as lovely as, and as nice as possible because it's not that other person's fault and what trauma they've been No, um, and I, I think, like, the, the thing is, like, everyone has had a, a very, very different start in life. It doesn't matter to what you see right now, everyone's start in life is very, very different. Mm -hmm. And we can't um often, I, I always actually should never really kind of judge anybody because you never know where they come from what what, the, what they've been through and 
one thing I dislike is that when someone tries to say, well, I've been through this, and then they try and go, well, I've been through this. Mm -hmm. Their trauma and, like, obviously what they've dealt with, that's what that, it's individual to them. Of course it is. You, you, you can't really, you can explain what it's, what someone's been through, but, like, you can't live, you can you, you would never be in their shoes or you haven't been in their shoes or vice, vice versa. Yeah, for sure. And, mm -hmm. um and that and that's it's really important. I think, like you say, well, we're going to touch on so many different areas, and we'll probably jump from one thing to the next. Yeah. And and what we want to do today is talk about our own experiences. Um, and uh, but I'm going to ask you, John, um, and then you can ask me the same question if you want to. But what's been the biggest transition for you? So, like the like this podcast, the, our life changes this year. What is what's been what's been going on with you, John? What's been oh, oh, you, you mentioned obviously finding you know going to the church yeah, and, yeah, and finding yeah, that spirituality yeah, for you. Spirituality that's been powerful. God, yeah, yeah um, I, I think someone has said to me before. I mean, like they've been obviously they say they oh, um not one or two. They've said to me, "Do you go to church?" I'm like, "No." And then they'll say, "Oh, well, you you know, it's just like the way that you speak or the way that you are." I'm like, "So listen, I've come from a Christian background, like, okay." So I'm, I always remember like being forced to go to Sunday school. Yeah. <laughs> Parents are great. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I used to be forced to go to Sunday school. Many boys used to come and pick me up, and like I was like, I was, I was always kind of like, I could be doing something better. I could be playing football. Mm. Um, but I think like what my, my nan let us go, wants us to go there, like to put something in, in into us, and I think ultimately like it really did um and then later on when i had the choice like to just to be away from it i was like okay i'm the, i'm somewhere away from this as, as far as i can but mm. i've always felt that something's always someone's been always been there or something's been always been kind of calling me back yeah i've had like many kind of signs uh, about like many things which kind of like feel kind of very very godly to me yeah. and, and and it's almost like you have you have kind of i say you have signs but you would kind of ignore them yeah um, that's that self-aware yeah, yeah. that, probably that time you weren't self-aware no, no, I, I wasn't I was, yeah. was never very self-aware so I kind of ignored like a lot of like signs and things which which came to me um, and just carry on being the way I was like, so I'm not saying I've been the worst person and I'm nowhere near like a, like a perfect person but mm. it's just like um, I think this recently signs have been getting stronger and stronger and stronger uh, I've gone through some some stuff like recently um, mm -hmm. And then like, I found myself like obviously just like finding some solace like in in praying and and just like asking for strength and guidance and like and I've, I've been feeling like a lot of that recently yeah and, like, so like with even in the last like say last month or so i've i've gone from because you can we can all put on like this kind of like a, a, a facade kind of thing but yeah. like when it gets to a point where it becomes hard but then after one like I can't do this no more. So I need to, and obviously I need to like kind of gravitate towards what this thing is, what I'm looking for, or what, what I didn't know that I was looking forward to, but I, just, I could have a, like a kind of a general feeling. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Um, and like, even, so last week was the first time like I went to church and like, I'd, like a week before I went to like a, like a Christian festival with like one of my cousins. Amazing. And uh, I had like, it was an, I had an amazing time. And then, like I said, I went to church like last week, and then like I'm going again like today. And like he's he's, he's just doing like a lot for me. And like within that, all within like those three weeks, I've gathered this like level of strength to start doing everything that I want to do in regards to closing these links. And like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm talking about. So um, so even like up until like yesterday, like I've like I've done my um, done my photo shoot, which I've been I've had to close. I've had closing. You have, yeah, yeah. I've had the closing, the closing stuff sitting there for months to the mm. point where I look at them. I, I, I haven't got the energy to do that. So, 
um, put it put it together yesterday uh, in the gym. Put like to put like a group of people together, and, like everything just came together. So it's almost like I'm, I'm now celebrating my small wins because I was never Amazing. a big celebrator of my any of my wins. People would say to me, "Oh, you've done this is great," but I'd I'd always like when I look back to it now, I'd always have like this kind. It's almost feels like I was ungrateful. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah it's all right. And just kind of blase about it. And some people go, oh, well, he's just really humble. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm this, yeah it's, it's good to have that about you. But like, it's also, if you don't celebrate what you've done, or if you don't celebrate any, any, any wins that you have, it's almost like it's, what was it for? Mm, that's so true. Yeah, it's not, it's not saying that you have to tell everybody every single day. Celebrating yourself. Yeah, yeah. For being gratitude. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's and that's more so what I what I found. Like, um, but like I've just found this new level of like strength within myself again, and like being able to have good conversations with people and be able to give people advice the way I used to as well. Um, just small things like even like doing lots of my Instagram videos and like I have people who say to me, oh, John, I like those and like they do a lot for me. Mm. And even when they say that to me, I still kind of like, hey, yeah, 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 all right. but like now I've got it back. I've got it back in. That passion. Yeah, that passion's come back in. And your now. purpose. Yeah, my purpose. passion, my purpose. And even down to being here today. So yeah. I know that like, we've had like a bit of a breakaway. We've all going through what we're going through. But like something is telling me like, no, listen, right let's knuckle down let's get back to it and let's let's do what we originally planned to do because yeah. i have got um i've got this book i've got like i've got loads of notebooks with like ideas and things in there and like and, and i don't know whether this is this is something which was manifested for me years ago where i wrote all these things down a lot of a lot of the things which i want to do such as like maybe competition talks podcast coding uh website and all those things they're, they're starting to to come together mm -hmm. yeah so like that's where it's that's it yeah, yeah it, it does it feels it feels really really good yeah you can definitely tell what yeah, your energy it, it really feels really good and even like the fact of like wake up in the morning and just smiling before i get out of yeah. bed going <sighs> like a like a, oh, this day's mine yeah like, yeah nothing and it sounds know. it sounds really you know like i've heard people say this before and like it sounded very kind of cliche and very kind bit of corny, like, bit corny yeah. <laughs> but like, when you're actually living it it's it's, it's a, a yeah, it's, it's, I do that when I'm driving sometimes. But yeah. I just smile to myself like this life's great. Yeah, you know, but life's life will throw you challenges. Yeah, and that's just and then um, it's how you deal with challenges that makes life easier because life isn't linear. No, you know, no, it's, no. A, it's a we just don't uh, for those that are watching we don't want roller coaster. Um, we want just little hills. Yeah, that's how life is. You know, and I embrace them. I, I think I've. Um, I've one thing I have done, I've, I've, I have like learned to, I've like I've like learned to embrace them. Yeah, and I don't look at them as, oh, this is the worst thing ever. I was like, what can I learn from this? Because like I know that once I'm in there, I've got to come out of it eventually. But like, I know that not everyone has that. Not everyone can do that. So like that's that's just like my blessing for, for myself, which I have yeah. to understand that like there are people who struggle with mm. this. So if if I can. Um, give somebody some advice or they can talk to me and they'll say, well, how do you do it? And I'll say, well, it's like this. And, and just a small thing we were talking about this morning about that, just giving gratitude. Um, yeah. It's it's such a big thing, but like you, it's a, it's almost like a, a muscle you have to kind of work on and get the reps in. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you have to, you have to, something you have to continually do. Not just do it when something isn't really working out your way today and say, oh, I wish this was better. I want this to be better. You've got to keep on saying each day, right, this is good, and when this is good, 
then something would have like a knock-on effect. It's almost like a like a chain reaction, like a domino effect. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Th- and this is a this is the thing where, like you say, embracing it. And this is something I'm doing with my talks. And I spent spoke about it yesterday. Um, um, there's a there's a, a doctor called Dr. Jill Taylor. Mm. Um, she talks about pain and suffering. Mm. Pain isn't a choice. Suffering is a choice. Yes, I agree with that one. So, so she did a study where um, let's let's t- talk about anger. Pain lasts for, within physiology, it lasts for about 90 seconds, right? Mm. So when pain hits you, it could be anything, any kind of pain, um, and it gives you that anger. So what happens is that the stress hormones within your body get released into your physiology, and then it processes, and that takes roughly about 90 seconds. Mm. And what happens then in the central nervous system, the brain um, starts to think whether it's a fight or flight, is there a reason to be angry for it, and starts questioning what has just happened, and then the cycle gets repeated. And um, that roughly takes about 90 seconds. And then the, the suffering comes after that. And that's your choice whether you want to suffer with it. And this is the thing. So so let's look at um, uh, let's look at yet yeah, like anger. Someone cuts you up in the in the street and it, you nearly hit them and you know, that instant pain anger comes in and then you react. That's an instant reaction. That's the, that is ang- that is that pain. That is not a choice. And then you then you keep driving, you get to work or whatever, and then what happens is you keep talking about, oh, someone just cut me up, still still annoying me. You're choosing to suffer with it. You could just release that. Yeah. But the thing is that there's different levels of pain. So you've got grief pain, mm. which can last a bit longer because mm. unfortunately, like, let's talk with you, John. I believe God and I believe in the universe. Mm. God gave us these amazing feelings of happiness, joy, love. But then, you, but then they've given, he's also given us grief, pain, anger, sadness. You've got to bounce off the two, and we've got to embrace those and not mm. fear those. So, so for instance, like grief, you're going to feel that pain, and you're going to sit with it till yeah. you release it. And the suffering, what I'm trying to say to you is some things like the driving and cutting you up, you can release it instantly, uh, not suffer with it. But then when it comes to yeah. grief, that's that pain takes a bit more time to really the pain that's about not intense, but it, it's very, the very suffering lasts. Yeah. So what you got to do is that you know when people push pain down, so you could have a breakup, um, you go through grief symptoms, you could have you lose someone. I've lost my dad, I've been through grief on on well, probably all levels, really, um, of relationships and my losing my dad. I um so I let talk about that situation with my dad. My, I was um I supported my mom at home uh, with my dad in the last part of his mm. life and um and my biggest fear was losing my dad right and this is it was so powerful for me so on the day that he passed away he passed away at home and had his last breath at home and um this was the only fear in my life and i remember i was like um i, I knew he was going to die that day and um but the nhs when they, they when the hospital brought him back to the home they forgot one medication, even though it wasn't going to make a difference. I yeah. wanted him to be comfortable. So I left. I went over to the, the GP and stuff. I was there for an hour and a half trying to sort this out. And anyway, I come back home and I could see his breathing and subsided. And I saw him and I burst out crying. And I was still fearing losing him. And that's the ego talking because mm. it was a selfish thing. Um, but he was in pain. He was unconscious, but he was still breathing. And my brother, my younger, younger brother, is a counsellor. Uh, he's a very spiritual guy. Uh, blessed to have him as a sibling um he just come to me he goes Baz look at him just come and look at him and I went what look at him and I came around and looked at my dad and um he goes it's not him anymore his spirit's already left his body all you'll see in there is a shell in pain look at him and in that moment I faced my fear my brother helped me face my fear and uh, I looked at him and I didn't see dad anymore 
I just and that's the moment which would that happen in 2000, January 2021. That was a moment when I which confirmed spirituality for me, confirmed that we are spiritual beings having a human experience because I couldn't see dad. Yeah. Like there was no explain, nothing. But it's like it's just like someone has sucked his soul out, literally. And um, and I sat next to dad, I was, I was joking with dad and having yeah. a laugh. And it and honestly, if anybody has ever lost anyone and taken their last breath with a loved one or a friend, it's the most peaceful thing I've ever witnessed. I, I watched it with my uncle. Um, obviously, I've got you say most people know a lot. So my uncle to me was like a, a big brother, like a hero to me. Mm. But I watched it with my we obviously when he was in the hospital. And like obviously as he was lying there, like my uncle was like a, a real comedian, he was a real joker, he was a big character. Um, but it's like you say, like when the the peacefulness, well, it was both with him and my gran. Mm. Uh, I've watched like the, the two of them, like pretty wow. much, yeah, like pretty much like like go. Um, you know, it's that that thing, it's of, powerful, isn't it? It is, it's, it's, it's very, very, very powerful. And and like those two, obviously. Those, those two, they still live with me. So, like, I, I, I don't have a... There was, like, many years I was angry because I was like, why should he go when he's, he was, like, 34? Mm. Why should he go? And I, I still thought he was old, uh, old that age. But so, why should he go then? But, like, they say, when it's... Once he's he, gone, it's almost like a, a... It's like a love of peace. Yeah. But, like, he was he was such, like, a proud man. But to say that, like, I don't want you to see... I'm, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to show you that I'm in pain. Yeah. So, like, it was very kind of... Even kind of like macho the act to the very very end. If so, I'm, it's almost like he looked at me and was like, "Well, I'm soft asleep now, mm. sleeping those." And, and then, and then that was that was that was it. But like I say, it's a very 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 spiritual, very humbling, really uh, powerful, powerful experience, powerful moment. And that and that and then obviously you've got to go through grief. You can't hide it. Everyone's going to oh, go no, through you, it. You, you, listen, I don't. That, I don't care who. I don't care who you are. You, you, you have. You have to go through it. Yeah. And and Buddhists call it like if you don't allow yourself to come through it, it becomes an imprint on your heart, mm. which Buddhists call samskaras, mm. and it's like a traumatic experience. So, I I face that fear, and I remember my dad had passed, and we were waiting for. Is it the word coroner? Is it that? Yeah, I the coroner. Yeah. yeah, the coroner comes to come and collect my dad's body, and I helped. And I, the, you know, the painful thing was seeing my mom so sad yeah. and upset. I remember because my mom's Muslim. I remember um, she sat, while my dad, we were waiting. She opened the Quran, sat next to my dad, and just read the prayers. And mm. I thought that, and that was the emotional thing. And it was so beautiful because I said, me and my brother were sat, um, Nagib, his name, uh, sat next to my dad. And we go, he's about to take his last breath. And we called mom over, and she was in shock. And she just cried and felt his last breath. And it, and when I think about it now, it feels I feel the emotion come up because mm. I just see my mom just like she was been with him for over fifty years. What amazing mm. chapter she had with him, and uh, she got to feel his last breath. His last because I remember her yeah. saying when she put her hand on his heart, and then she goes, "He's still breathing." And I just remember that, and that's such a beautiful. But that's what made me. It wasn't the fact that. Because I faced my fear, it didn't become a fear anymore losing him. Yeah, I but you don't want to see, but you know what? You, you know what? Listen, nah. if you, got, you never really want to. You never see. You never want to see your mom cry. No, nah, and that that was uh, because you look at it and you such. It's like a love story, man. Yeah. Like my mom has been through turbulence with my dad. Like it wasn't a perfect relationship. Yeah. But she stuck with him and cared for him for eight years while he had dementia. Yeah. And I thought, wow, it's powerful, man. And I'm so happy she got to feel his last breath. And the words that she said will always live with me in that last moment. And that strength, because I faced my fear, helped carry my dad's body out mm -hmm. of the home and stuff like that. But then this is what I'm talking about, pain and suffering. So it, I was in like autopilot, really, of kind of uh, sorting the funeral, went to the funeral. Mm -hmm. And then after 
because I was uh, when I was living at home what happened was uh, my mom came with me to the bills next like to yeah. help her with it because I was the only sibling at home and obviously I'm one of nine I just my mom walked in and just went can you help me with these bills and I knew I had to grieve and I I didn't before I don't judge me I didn't swear at her yeah. <laughs> I just I just said in the calm voice I went mom I can't effing do this anymore yeah um you've got you've got eight other children go and go to them now yeah. and she what she knew I'd done my, what I needed to do yeah. she just turned around she didn't argue with me she knew it she just goes you're right she got in her head I could feel her go you're right I'll let you grieve now and for a whole probably a roughly about a month I allowed myself to grieve this is where I wasn't suffering but I was releasing the grief and and processing it. So I'd drive to be in between clients. I'd cry. I'd let it out. I'd be in my own space. And in, in that, so I was living at home. And in that roughly a month, I never spoke to my mom once. Mm. Never even said hello to her or bye to her when I left the house because we were both grieving, mm. but she knew I needed my space. She didn't take it personally. And once I did it, bang. And when you grieve, you grieve. And now I, when I when I went, I don't really see my dad's grave anymore. He doesn't, it's only not far. I used, I did at the start because that was a pace after I grieved. I wanted to see him, see, just go to his grave and talk to him because I found peace. There was the most peaceful place for me. And then after, um, I just believe, so people like to believe in reincarnation, don't they? People believe that the spirit's always with you on this plane and they're always with you. I believe that they're in another plane, but they're always still with me. That's what I believe. And my mom said to me recently, she goes, how come you don't go and see dad's grave? Because she believes that where the body's at rest, that's where he still is. And But his spirit's obviously not uh, not there, but that's where you should pay your respects constantly. And I think mom is always with me. My mom doesn't really fully agree with that. She feels like I need to. I agree with you on that one, because I say as much as like, um, I say like I love, I love my, my nan and uh, my, my uncle Freddie and like my, my grand, a lot of my family are, bit, are buried in the same place in Dudley Cemetery. Mm. But it's one of those places I don't always choose to go, because mm. like I always feel them with me. And, and sometimes when I say certain things, always go and say to myself where's that come from oh yeah. something my uncle used to say or where's that come from that's what my nan used to say like a lot of time or where's that come from my granddad would probably say something like that as well so like i believe that, that they are they're, they are with us yes um and yeah listen we go we go there obviously we go there every once in a while tie up the ground put some flowers down there but like i think more i, I think i carry them more here yeah than, 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 any, than anything else. And that's what I mean, if you're going through grief now, mm. uh, whether it's relationship, whether it's losing someone, have that let out to grieve. It won't leave you, trust me, that pain that you felt or whatever feeling, because yeah, I faced my fear and it was, but whatever that impact, whether it's small or large that person had on you, you you're gonna need to grieve. Uh, there's no time limit on it. Mm. Um, you've just got to release, feel the emotion, but what it is that stops us from grieving is we fear. It's the fear behind it. Um, if you struggle to grieve, it's okay to admit you struggle. If you can't do it by yourself, not, go and gain support people, or guidance. But not many. I think I don't think there's like um, a lot of people who who truly understand that because they mm. feel like they have to be a certain way, or that it's just like, or or, or they don't even know what it actually is. Yeah, because I think like they carry like a, a level of kind of anger. Yes, and I think yeah, yeah. And that, I think that, I'm guessing that anger is built from what from not being able to grieve. So it's something you so much you just store it there and keep it there, and then like that can outwardly affect everything else. Mm. It does with uh, with 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 people and relationships and things and, and, and the way you go about your general day. Yeah. Um. So like um. I think like I say, I've had I've had I've had my my time I've had like my time to grieve with, with things like it's been a, it's been a good few years now. But I think all I keep now is like good 
memories or or just sayings like obviously me and my a lot of my with my mom or my aunties um and my cousins when we when we talk about things and we always like say because like who's called my grandma we say i remember my mom used to say this or mm. my friend used to say that or when and and that's how like it's you know we've we've, we've kind of we've kind of got got through uh, through the best way we can and then like it's just remembering them in a, in a better light and that and that's uh, an amazing thing and it's um and honestly with everything and like i said we come back to consciousness and being self-aware mm. when you can be self-aware of how you feel uh what is causing you pain make your circle like i've on a subconscious level because of my transition this year which i'll quickly go over over in just a minute where i said i had this lost feeling it just came to me in terms of in a in a really tearful moment um I, I've started to subconsciously disconnect from the things that don't serve me anymore. It, did, it didn't, and I didn't, it wasn't forced, it was just happening. I, and it was just kind of like, and it was weird. You, you talked about I, this with I me. I get that so much. Um, as I say, like um, letting go of things that we, which like no longer, which no longer serve me so much. It's like, why would you hold on to something if you're not really, not, I don't like to use the word using it, mm. but like, I think that's pretty much what it is. It's like, like, we use and people use us yeah um and sometimes it's holding on to it like it's like you're not i think i always are talking analogies so the thing of holding on to something it means that you don't have no chance no time to put your hand or hold anything else yeah so with a full hand of some a full two full arms and hands of something which like you don't generally use or you don't use it's it just got no purpose to you. you you don't throw it yeah yeah you just put it down mm -hmm. and then you move away that's it and then you get a chance like to embrace something else that's it and um uh, um, uh god rest his soul ram das he was a, a spiritual teacher and a guide mm. uh becoming nobody has been a powerful book for me this this year ram das and he's saying from his spiritual guide told him love everybody but tell the truth mm. so love everybody and everything but tell the truth and what he means by tell the truth it means being the authentic self so what no longer serves you, you you release it with love and grace and say you know what you no longer serve me anybody in your life which i've done some this year i say you know what i've got nothing against but for, like i've got to take a step away from it because it no longer serves me anymore and that has been a weight and weight and weight lifted but i see what's worked for me and this as i say things have happened to be people we've had disagreements or whatever but like i'll still pray for them yeah and like, that... I, I don't i don't feel no uh i don't feel nothing malicious at all yeah it's just nothing but, it, love everybody yeah, yeah. it's just nothing love but everybody. goodness for them i don't feel no way about it at all um because it's like we were saying before like when you kind of hold on it's it, you know, like if you hold on to that that grief and you hold on to that anger it just it kind of eats you up mm. so when i forgive them or if i just pray for them i'm like that's cool it means that like I can get on with my day much better and then it's knowing that like they may not have heard me say that to them but like i know that i've said that, i know that i've put it out there and i can i feel much better within within myself and it, but when you do that you can't just say it because it sounds cool yeah. you have to say it from the heart and mean it and really really mean it really mean uh, and like, you're sending it out to the universe yeah yeah and not, and not just because not not just do it when someone's there to try and get some proof of evidence so so someone can hear you say Oh, I heard them say it's okay that they forgive them. You've got to do it on your own. You've got to yeah. do, you, you, you have to do it on your own because I, when you're on your own, if when you're lying to yourself or when you're not being true for yourself, you really know. Yeah, it's like there's no point sitting in the room and going, "Well, I'm amazing at doing this," and then you go, "Are you?" And you go, 
not really, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Yeah. Uh, and you said, well, what's the point in that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we, like you mentioned earlier, you said you you mentioned when I asked you that question about what you, what's been going on. You, you mentioned I'm not, I'm far from perfect. No one's perfect. No, I don't want to be. I don't want no, man. If you try and there's no such thing as perfection. If you try and be perfect, you're chasing unhappiness, basically. Yeah, and um, you, you know, like as, when we're talking about obviously like doing projects what we're working on and whatever yeah. and like and I've, and I've found that like a lot of the time i've tried to do things perfectly and all the things i've tried to do perfectly don't really work out because you set yourself up for failure you do you set yourself <laughs> for failure and, I, and, I, and I, I believe that like a lot of a lot of like um success is built on imperfection yeah oh mate 100 um, you know it, like, it, I've probably said this to you, John, about you, like your business. Oh man, everything seems to be growing, going well. But if you look on the outside of it, you go, "Yeah, it's it's going well." But what's come to get to this far? Yeah, yeah. It's not been easy, and it's still it's still not there yet. It's, it's like, hard work. It is. It's, it is. Um, I, I, I think like I'm I'm still chip, I'm still chipping away. But yeah. as I say, like I think like you have like so many other things. You still everything everything you're trying to do, you're trying to make it perfect, mm. and then in the result that nothing gets done. It's so true. And yeah. it's, it's just like the um, amount of talks that I've done, my yesterday talk, I had so much amazing feedback, right? right? And it was a beautiful talk. It's Soul Medicine Festival. Um, everybody who's local in the West Midlands, Soul Medicine Festival, it's actually going to be Soul Revolution Festival soon. And they're going to rebrand. Uh, but there, um, Alex is doing some amazing things. And he invited me to do a talk. And um, I did this talk, amazing feedback. And then I forgot to say one thing. And I just that stuck. And you know, you're burning yourself out. Going, oh, but you know where that comes this. from? That comes from like my own tra past traumas because that OCD imperfection that I had when I was younger about my physicality mm. came in. I was like, oh, and it sat with me. I was like, oh, and, but I was self-aware and conscious. Mm. I was like, ah, I can see what you're trying to do. You're trying to make me. It's like if someone tells you you're beautiful, you're like, ah, behave. Yeah. And then, but if someone tells you you're ugly, you believe for a lifetime. Of course, they don't listen. It's the same thing. Like that, that whole talk, that, that nearly an hour talk, to then that one thing I didn't mention at the end. It wasn't massively serious, but what it was, I just oh, I could I forgot to mention that. But that's that's one 20, thing. I've... Twenty people say you're great. What? Twenty people say you're great. You're like, oh yeah. Uh, one person like, hey, it's not so great. But why not? Why, yeah. why wasn't I great? Yeah, why was? Yeah, but that's like, it. That's it. The other, the other, uh, the other twenty people. So don't, don't what they, what they said doesn't that count? Mm. But that one person is like. And I'm so I'm so humble when I do stuff like this. I say I say to the talk at the start of this, I say, um, you may not agree with everything I say, yeah. but that's okay. I just want you to open your heart to it. You yeah, know what I mean? Because yeah, it's like, okay not agreeing. Uh, we're all unique. We're all different. I I I tell you what I do like. I, I um, one must say is like I love indifference. Mm. Um. Being able to love indifference within people, no matter whether you kind of agree with it or not, it still allows you to learn a lot. Yeah, for sure. It still allows you because, like, that one thing that you may disagree with with someone, that's fine. But like, there's that they may have like another hundred things which are, which you don't know about, which you're great. So you're concentrating on that thing which you don't like, and they'll end up in. Imagine if you was looking for a decorator. Yeah. And you wanted like the best decorator, and like you was chatting to someone, and they were like, "Well, I support this team." Well, oh, I don't like this person actually supports that team. And then like you know, like you, you're going, "I'm looking for a decorator." And so, well, I'm a decorator. Okay, let's talk. Let's, and then you're not talking about the football team or whatever. Now, you guys, I can do this, and I do this, and let me show you this. What I do it, and it's like a whole, you know, by sticking with that one thing, you may have never known all those other things about like about the other person. So, yes. like, so just like. Like, as I say for me, celebrating indifference yeah. doesn't mean that like we have to agree. It just means that like I can open my ears and like go, oh, 
okay, I kind of, I kind of get that a little bit. Or, or even if I don't get it, I'm like, well, that we don't need to get into that. But like the rest of the stuff about you is is absolutely amazing. Mm. Yeah, and this and it's uh, in, and this is where we have to. And when it comes to you know passing and all that stuff, we shouldn't fear it really. I know there's everyone's in their different place in the life, how they see life, mm. and how they see their journey, and how they, what they fear. We're only born with two fears, a fear of falling and a fear of loud noises. So every other fear that you've developed um, is come from your life experiences. Yeah. And like I say, pain comes from external factors. Uh, the suffering is internal. And then whatever triggers you have that are bringing this anxiety, anxiety can sometimes mean that, you know, it's because you care. Uh, but some anxieties can also think about worry about the future, about yeah, dying, about fear, like getting old and all this kind of stuff. Why? There's a why behind it talk about it but then if you develop layers upon it it's just going to become a trauma it's going to become pain and um and just it's okay to talk especially i say especially men men are getting better now but men like we're doing now it's just so good to talk about it this you yeah, know they still don't do it enough they don't do they it don't enough, enough. No. And, I'm not, and i say like there are like a lot of people a lot of advocates out there are like who are pushing for it but like um especially when i go like to like gym environments when you sit in, in gym environments it's very kind of like very masculine very kind of yeah. ways and whatever um but you, you can see it and like i try and break that yeah, yeah so like i do i do try and break that and um and so like it starts to you start to you know we start to like like break through like a little bit more and understand that there are people who advocate for it but like it's 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 still very kind of it is it is and that'll, that'll keep coming it's yeah. growing it's not going backwards um but it's happening. The mm. thing is that the let outs are there. So all it has to happen is you just got to take that step. Yeah. Um, and opening up and having, you know, trauma releases, talking about your feelings, talking about grief, breakups, uh, acting like you're okay when you're not, mm. you know, it's, we're not perfect. So no one's perfect, whether you're a woman or a man, mm. um, a child or an adult, um, no one's better than anybody else. No. You just like say, we're unique. You know, if if I said to the talk, I said, there's, you know, I forgot how many, there's quite a few people in there. I said, what if we we're all holistic health coaches like myself? I'd, but the thing is, though, if we're all holistic health coaches, you'll all bring your unique self towards your yeah. game. I'm different to every one of you. You're different to every one of us. So this is the thing. It's like where, I, because the reason I could talk about it so easy, because that was me comparison and mm. not feeling good enough or am I good at this? But I know this the only part because I've working on, this is the thing, and John, you you all agree with this. Spirituality and growth, and is a is a lifelong thing. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, it just yeah. won't be as turbulent in parts of your life. But self love, um, accepting yourself for who you are and what you look like, because like I say, it's only physicality. Um, the the like love is meant to be you know you're meant to inspire each other. Love isn't just falling in love. A relationship isn't just falling in love. It's about inspiring each other day in day out. It's uh, accepting each other for who we are. And once you start doing that and having that circle that really makes you feel comfortable, I think two people are uh, are in that place. Yeah. It, it, it's a very powerful thing. Like you say, or you wake up and you smile. Well, I've got nothing to worry about. <laughs> it's great. Throw yeah. life challenges at me because yeah. I'm self-aware. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm going to feel pain. But let's see what that pain is. I want to deal with that how it when it comes yeah as they say just roll with the punches roll with the punches roll with the punches man. Roll roll with with the punches, punches. man. and obviously we're coming up to the hour mark on this podcast yeah. but um just very quickly because i know john's mentioned where he's at but i'm as the podcast rolls through um i had a really powerful experience this 
got my cap on, but the curls are coming out. They're, they're going to be coming out in the uh, podcast soon. My curls aren't coming. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> if you're watching, John's got the atta. Um But yeah, I've got um, the, one of the biggest. I have an amazing astrologer. Uh, I have astrology uh, every year. I'm having my next one in a couple of weeks' time. And he's been very powerful in my experiences. And he said last August, where I was in a place of feeling a bit lost inside, uh, he said that you're going to go through a huge turbulent change. Uh, what astrologists call P uh, Pluto hitting the rising sun. If you know anything about astrology, I don't know much about it. It's a lot to understand. But he said things like, he said, from the 16th of December, your like things are going to change. Where you live, your hair is going to change. All this stuff. But I was, as honestly, John, as, uh, short hair, like your skin fade, short hair, I had all that stuff. And I felt lost. I was like, and I thought, you know, the change is going to be, I'll get a mortgage, I'll stay, you know. But honestly, what happened was it was so powerful and the things and on a subconscious level it wasn't forced it just happened mm. um, and i never thought i'd ever grow my hair uh, my hair was also a staple of my trauma uh, because i was a perfectionist with it um, and because all the trauma was physically in the face mm. that was me keeping myself neat and ocd and then from this and honestly from december I, from the 20th of december was my last i had a haircut recently just to tidy it up but my last proper haircut from a skin fade was 28th of december and now obviously we're in july coming to coming towards august um in was it february um i was in glastonbury uh Averbury, and so i went to stonehenge which uh the most powerful towns in the uk and even in the world and actually it's a heart ley lines of the world uh glastonbury is and i was in Averbury, and my and i was thinking why am i guided here like you john you said well, I'm, I'm, there's a reason why i'm guided back to the church yeah. to god um, I was guided there because I'm an unnatural overthinker. And when I accepted that, I when I overthink things, I'm like, is it good enough or not? But nothing overthought me about me booking this, going there, because someone brought it to my attention. I went there. Avery is, um, you know, those, you've probably seen the photos of it. So, you know, the stones that are erected in the ground. It's like mm. they've been there for thousands of years. They were, they were there. So I was walking around this stone circle. I was like, why am I here? And boom, like an enlightening moment, I just burst into tears. I wasn't boo-hoo crying. Yeah. It was like an emotion of energy. And I, and I knew it, that lost feeling left me. And uh, I was velocity life of fitness before this, yeah. before. And I, and it was telling me that I don't want to be here anymore. I need to be somewhere that fills my heart. And uh, so what happened with it, honestly, within two to three weeks, my sister lives in Bali, but I'm not living with her. I'm having my own place. So I booked a one way ticket to Bali. Amazing. I obviously I've grown my hair since December. Um, what else happened? I rebranded to Holistic Health Coach before rebrand. <clears> so <throat> everything started to happen. Um, I I looked at my life and started to subconsciously think what no longer serves me. Things were just naturally getting detached, um, and I was focusing on me. And that honestly, and that powerful experience was just such a weight lifted. And that lost feeling left me. So if anybody who's listening is feeling lost, me and John have found this path. But like I said, we're not. We, we're still working on it. It's going to be oh, a long yeah, time. It's, 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 it's never, never going to be easy. I think. Like, it's, yeah, it's not like we're perfect guys. No, you know, no, not at all. And I think even like when you're saying like about like that, that feeling, it's like I've had like a lot of like tearful couple of weeks, and, yeah. and, like, and like it's and kind of like, overwhelming. Yeah, it's very very overwhelming. And I said, I don't, I don't mind saying that at all. It's like I just, you know, I just, I say it. Yeah, at one point, to be like, oh no, no, I just I'll tell you right now. It's been like a very kind of like very tearful couple of weeks, but like to get get to where we're, where I am right now, like I understand what it, what it was for mm. and why and, and why it was happening. And they still maybe, and I think because there's still there's still kind of many rivers for me to cross. Mm. There's still women, there may be much more of that anyway. But like I think like now it's like is it said that that whole the whole change around or whatever you've probably gone through, it kind of makes sense now. Yeah. 
it yeah. guided me onto this path yeah, uh, to where I am. So I, I look at it now. So my trauma, my trauma, why relationships never worked out. Because mm. I always say, is it me or what's going on? Like I'm, you know, I'm 36. I don't have kids. Um, uh, relationships didn't work out. And it's not, you know, I've never been perfect in relationships in the past. And, um, and you know, and it works both ways. Um, and But I, I'm, I'm working on it. Everyone works on it. Everyone works to be better. And I'm working on myself constantly to be happy. But I'm more peaceful. Do you know what I mean? I'm more peaceful in I've myself. Found, I've, I've had like so much like um, I've had like a lot of peace like um, just like just like recently, and like just being able to do, yeah, just just just, just yeah. breathe out without like a, it's almost like I've had like times where it's been like a laboured breathing, like yeah, oh, yeah, just being able to do, and that, it's like that energy yeah. and anxiety. Yeah. Um, it's it's like your body telling you to change. Yeah. And I think when you uh, now you when you feel at peace, life isn't consistently. You won't have every single minute happy moments. But I have happy moments, but I'm at peace now every day of my life. Yeah. And that's a, a beautiful thing. And and just just like I say, the um, but now I know that I've done that. I just got to. I'm I know I'm self aware of every part of my life. Mm. Anything that comes in that no longer serves me or shouldn't be in my life, I just you know give it love and grace and just let it go you know take a step back from it and then i'll continue to grow and and whatever life takes me when i go to bali on the one-way ticket on the 9th of october um, bali may not be the place i i settle for the rest of my life but it's my next chapter and i can't You're wait excited. for that i'm excited yeah. very i'm excited because like i said that overthinking normally i'll be like is this the right decision that hasn't cropped my mind once which shows god has guided me onto this path and this is the path i'm meant to be and it's so powerful to the point i'm selling my car yeah. selling all the little bits all this kind of stuff and I'm, yeah, was it 11 weeks? I think 10 or 11 weeks, but I'm still going to do the podcast. Like I said, mm. I'll just be, I'll just have a, like a palm tree in the, yeah. <laughs> in the background <laughs> in Bali, <laughs> but I'll yeah. be in a distance doing it. And John will be here. Yes, and... but I, I think the other thing on this, as I said, like, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a shame, like, obviously, to see you go, but like, obviously, you're always going to be a part of this anyway. Sure. And I think, like, the, the thing what we were talking about before is like, um, this podcast initially was an idea with like it was just an idea and a conversation that me and Amit had mm. and then I've said like I just I'll say me and you probably um spoke like a couple it's only like only about say two times beforehand yeah it was yes. like and it's the thing like when I when I saw you I wasn't meant to be in the gym that day that's no and that's, and that's, that's crazy so like yeah. it's and as I say like my book what I was talking about before with all my ideas like things like some of this stuff was in there already so I, as much as like you're, you're going, I don't want it just to be like, oh, because I can't bass going, we're going to leave it there. We've still got like exciting things that are going to happen. And like one idea which we've had is like, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll be, I'll still be here. Um, Amit should, Amit still be here as well. Guest speakers. Um, we'll have, have, some, have, some, have some guest speakers in there. Any guest guest presenters as well? Yeah, present, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, guest speakers, guest presenters. Mm. And like the, the, I think the the exciting thing is like to be able to say to people like, well, who would you suggest to come and have on come on the show? And That's come, a and, good show. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, who would you suggest to come on, on the show? Anyone um, inspired you in your life it, that you feel could be a great? Yeah, yeah. Man. And and like and yeah. as I say, like we we will cover. So you know, like when we've like spoke like a lot about like obviously um, this the spiritual side and, and that kind of thing. Um, uh, today, but like we will cover like a, a full broad range of, of everything. And it's like going obviously going back to like CBC to whether you be a gym owner or whether you're a clothing brand or whether mm. like obviously you're another holistic health uh, person or you whether you do massage, whatever you do, which which involves like the like the, the human body. 
Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you said that. You said that. <laughs> <I didn't know. laughs> so if you're, if you, so, so for those that aren't watching on yeah. YouTube. Uh, the side just behind my head just fell. Yeah, we're telling us to wrap it up. I think. Yeah, because you, you were saying before, like if that drops down, yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just laugh about it. Yeah, we did. I but, think I just I, this is a universe. That is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But like I think like yeah. uh, we have got like a, another guest lined up. Um, uh, I'd like to say yeah, it's, it's a, a guest of Amit's, um, um, Steve, like he's got a brilliant story to tell. Mm. Um, um, but like I said, we have got like a, well, we've got like a, a few like a, a few more guests lined up who can who are going to jump on on with us, and hopefully yeah. we can get like a few more sh- like shows with you in person while you're, yeah, while, you're sure. while you're still here. Sure. But we're gonna we're gonna we're definitely gonna make it happen. Um, it's, we're not we're not going away. Uh, I think we've kind of like. Not saying we've invested too much, but like I think like I'm 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 very I want to like I'm invested into it now, and like, yeah. I, I think it's something which like I, I believe we can we can make make uh, make great and, and still be very informative in, with, with what we can what we can do and what we can offer. That's it. Um, we all we ask you guys is be patient. Yeah. Uh, we we you know we got to the point where we there was a point where there was stuff going on in our lives. We we knew it was there. We, we, there was a moment we tried to force it. We we're like, no, no, you know what? It's still there. We've got a great setup. We've got some amazing listeners. Um, and when it flows, it will flow. And we believe it's going to, con- well, we 100% believe it's going to continue. No, it, it, uh, we've, it got will lovely, we've got great people that will uh, guest present. We've got guests. But we just just know that every guest are going to have, we want these inspiring guests. Yeah, well, you know, I, 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 listen, you know what, you can, because as I've heard someone said before, oh, anybody can have a podcast. I'm like, yeah, they, they can do, but like, oh, listen, we're going to have like, we're going to have on quality people, we're going to have on good people, and, and like um, people. There's so many different areas in yeah, their life, yeah, yeah, in, in yeah. their work, and work what and, parts of life as well. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and as, as I said, like, it's it's it's, it's, it's going to happen. Um, so it's been, it's taken like a bit of time to like gather the, the momentum, but like, I think I'm just like, I'm grateful that the fact that we've got in here today, obviously you, you've spoke about what you spoke about, yeah. and like, you know, you, you know, to explain what's going to be happening next um yeah it's 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 a, and i keep on using the same words exciting times mm-hmm. and like uh, but with 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 time it, it has to come it has to come in in that right in that right space and not just to force something just say we've just done a show yes or just do something just because um i want it to be um not just heartfelt but i want it to like to have like a level of substance in there yeah and something which some even if we like even if 20 people listen or 10 people listen and only two or three people get something from it, yeah. we've done what we're aiming aiming to do. Um, yeah, for sure. And everything you said, John, I 100% agree with. And I'm just looking forward to it. it like, as you can see, it's very natural for us to, to do this part. And I'm excited to have the, our next guests on. Um, and I'm listening, got, you know, and it's been really great to hear John mention about feedback that he's had as asking, well, oh, when's the next podcast? And yeah. which is great, which is, which is showing that you, we really enjoy it. And we, uh, we're not looking for, you know, we're not looking for any expectations. Like I said earlier, take away expectations from things. That's when you receive happiness because if you expect yeah. things and, and they don't follow through that you're setting yourself up for failure. So of course this is. is, this is for us, this is like a little, we're serving in a way. Yeah. When we, we enjoy, we love doing this. Oh, yeah. and, and, and the other thing as well is like, you have to remember, like, this is like a hobby. This is yeah. a hobby for us. Um, whichever way it goes, whichever way it goes, I'm willing to, to sit on it and just ride 
whichever way it needs, whichever, whichever way it goes. But like I said, I'm always going to still put my put myself in there. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be as good as you, but but, but, yeah. <laughs> but no. like, uh, but like, yeah, no, one, John, one, you're wicked. No, but one of the yeah, just still kind of like uh, <laughs> still put, yeah, still put my still put ourselves in there one hundred percent. That's it. We need to give. I think we just need to just do. Yeah, that's okay, man. It's like I, it's like one thing I do like to do is give people flowers while they can still smell them. Yeah. My, oh, my, my, my one saying is like this: you can't smell you can't smell flowers through a pine box yeah yeah so i love that yeah i love that Take. but you know what john um is there anything else you want to say before we wrap no up? um I, 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 I think like um that's 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 pretty much it i think like you know we, this is got as i said so this this morning was very much like unscripted it was just it like really funny unscripted, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We've, you know we've just, we just come on we thought to ourselves, you know what let's come let's come and just come have a chat yeah let's, let's, let's come have a chat and, and see whatever comes whatever comes we haven't written anything down so we're going to talk about this that the other no. um more so when we have got like actual guests on there that's when we'll be like you know we'll, we'll, we'll have like things like more more together sure. but, I, but i don't want it to be kind of so clinical uh, yeah there's not so i just don't want it to, i don't want like a clinical show where you have to do this and this this and this it's just free flow just free flow it's, free flow and, and, and guys and guests and women on yeah. a sofa talking everything all things um well-being if whether it's a whether or holistically or because it's physical heart mind soul life everything yeah and uh yeah and i guarantee you every podcast will give you a little bit of something whether it's a little bit or lots yeah um and we we know what we want going forward and i'm sure you'll you'll enjoy it but uh i don't have anything else to say i just want to say lastly thank you for listening to this one thanks for sticking up to i'm looking at the time on it it's one hour 30 minutes yeah so uh if you need to listen well You'll be about the end of this but thanks for listening to all the way to the end i hope uh something touched you in our in our talk and what we're going through but you know our social medias uh john what's your social media Instagram? um i am um at limitless heights project and uh coached by john collins brilliant and uh it'll be the same on my uh, uh facebook and um i'll be on the, on the instagram Zoroya. yeah sorry i put you on the spot there didn't i yeah, <laughs> you yeah. were thinking about it yeah i had to because the thing is <laughs> yeah. like, when, when people say to you what's your name on there it's like yeah. it's not something that you think about every single day you know, yeah name, that's true yeah i'm not my name by the yeah <laughs> what we'll do we'll put it in the info yeah, as yeah, well we'll put in the, we'll put in the info uh, later for on. those new ones who don't really know us um uh, the ones that are listening that who are new uh mine's holistic.health.coaching and, and then on facebook it's holistic health coach it's number and it's the number seven and then yeah and you'll see the link tree on my bio and then you can go from there to other social media platforms. and that's why i say you're a little better than me on this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i've worked on it john yeah. honestly i've worked on I it i can see that mate you're well and truly, <laughs> you're well and truly polished yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah well. but honestly um it's been a pleasure thanks everyone for listening okay. like saying you know our social media if you want to if uh, reviews are more than welcome uh, we love to hear feedback. It's and you, just, and, it just and, proves what we're doing is is right. And the last thing, obviously, uh, you can catch our shows on um, um, YouTube, on YouTube, and they'll be on Spotify and on iTunes, Apple Podcasts uh, as well. Apple Podcasts, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, everyone, thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. We will speak to you very very soon. Take care. See you guys. Down to the core podcast. We love you. Take care. Bye bye. 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 B